We're going to discuss tonight several tshuvas from the middle of the last century on the question of playing music, listening to music in contemporary times. In order to understand what they're discussing, we're first going to have to spend some time going through the background of this issue, a couple of Gemaras, comments of the Rishonim and the Achronim, and then we'll take a look at these, uh, at these tshuvas in question. This is an isser, this prohibition of listening to music in contemporary times, is an isser with which many people are not familiar. People know that we don't listen to music during the, during the three weeks, during Sphira. But the issue of listening to music in general is not widely understood. It's explicit in the Gemara, it's explicit in the Shulchan Aruch, and nevertheless, there, there hasn't been that much discussion about it in the earlier poskim. In the 20th century, we find a number of tshuvas grappling with the question of what does this prohibition actually mean? And do we follow it? How do we follow it? How broadly is this prohibition uh, construed? And in particular, they discuss the question of recorded music as well as live. But as I said, most of these tshuvas just deal with the question of sorting out the different opinions among the Rishonim and earlier poskim, and therefore we have to do a little survey of the, the classic literature before we'll be in a position to understand what the contemporary response uh, are doing. So there are two Gemaras that discuss a prohibition against listening to music, not exactly clear why it's usher, but these are the two Gemaras. One Gemara is in Gittin. It says, they asked Marukva, Zimra minalan de usher. How do we know? What's the source for the idea that music is usher? So he wrote back, he, re- he referred them to a Pasuk in Hosea, Al tismach Yisrael el gil ba'amim el gil ka'amim, that Israel shall not rejoice in exultation like other peoples of the world. All right, he referred to this Pasuk in Hosea, which again, Kipshutu just means that the Jews should not be happy. He understood that it's actually a formal technical prohibition that you're not allowed to listen to music. The Gemara says, we have another source. He could have, it would seem he could have provided a different Pasuk. Pasuk in Yeshaya, it says, Bishir yayin, that the wine, that, that the, shouldn't drink wine and uh, you know, don't drink and drive, don't drink and sing. The the strong drink, the beer will be bitter. So, Shechar in, in the Gemara is usually beer, and biblical, biblical sources, it's less clear what it is exactly. But the Gemara says, if you only had this Pasuk, you might think that's Zimra Demana. One Pasuk, the Pasuk in Yeshaya, would mean instrumental music. Aval de Puma Shari. Vocal music is okay, i.e. singing. Kamash Malan, then even vocal music is also. This is the end of this Gemara. The Gemara doesn't give much explanation, much context, why music is usher exactly, but it just says music is usher, both vocal and instrumental. The source is either from a Pasuk in Yeshaya of Bashir Le or a Pasuk in Hosea, Al Tismach Yisrael El Gil Ka'am. One Gemara. Other Gemara is in Sota. In the, in the end of Masecha Sota, the very end of Masecha Sota, the, the mission is discussing different things that became Batel with the Chorban, and as, as things deteriorated the, with, with the Chorban and related events, so, so the, the world lost different positive elements. Mishnah says, Misha Batel Sanhedrin, Batel Hashir. When the Sanhedrin was Batel, Sanhedrin stopped 
uh, was dissolved, it stopped sitting in the Lishka Sagazis. So Shir, song, also was bottled in Beis Mishnos. No more song in the houses of feast, in the, in the, 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 in the halls of feast. Shanamar brings the Pasuk in Yeshaya, the second Pasuk of the Gemara in Gitin, Bishir le Yishtu Yayin. So, <coughs> the Gemara goes on. The Gemara says, the Gemara brings various other related comments about uh, how song is not appropriate today. Amar Rav, Rav said, Udna deshama zimra teyaker. An ear that hears songs should be uprooted. The ear should be torn out, because you're not allowed to listen to music with manazeh. Amar zimra bebeisa, churva besefa. If there's song in a home, there'll be destruction over that threshold. Shenemar brings a pasuk in Tzvanya. Amar Ravuna, Ravuna says, Zimra denagdi udabakri shari degardoi aster. The songs that are sung by those who pull ships, ships that were actually pulled by people, pulling them down the river, and bakri, those who, shepherds, those who lead the herds, those songs are mutter, degardoi aster. The songs of the weavers is aster. What is the difference? Why are these songs Asr and these songs Mutter? So the Mepharshim explain that the, in general music is Asr. The weavers have no real reason to sing. They're just bored. They're just doing it uh, for entertainment. That's Asr. You can't just sing while you work. That's Asr. Why is the song of the, of the Nagdi and Bakri, the ones who pull the ships and lead the animals, why is that Mutter? Because the singing actually helps the work. The setting up a rhythm, setting up a cadence where they can pull and, and do their things. I don't know much about weaving or about ship pulling or about herd leading, but apparently when it comes to pulling ships and leading the herd, that is a genuinely work-related uh, need to sing while you work. It helps uh, set a tempo for the work. The weavers just do it because they, they like to sing while they work because it's, uh, you know, otherwise they're not doing anything. And otherwise they're just bored or they want to they cheer themselves up. That kind of singing is awesome. So again, the Gemara says, the Mishnah had said, when Sanhedrin was batel, music was batel from the base Mishtos. The Gemara goes on, brings Psukim. The Mishnah brought the Pasuk of Bashir Le and the Gemara then says, if you sing, it's a terrible thing. There'll be destruction. There'll be, uh, the air is worthy of being torn out. And singing while you work is Asr, unless the singing is related to your work. These two Gemaras both, in, both indicate that singing is problematic. In Sota, certainly the context is the Chorban, that after the Chorban, we, we, we don't do music anymore, particularly after the Sanhedrin. Rashi and Tosis in Gitin seem to limit the, the scope of the prohibition. Rashi says that when, he at, when the Gemara says Zimra, Zimra being Aser, Rashi says it means L'shorer v'beis hamishtos. It means not singing in general, but it means singing or music in beis hamishtos, in the bars, in the places where they had parties or, or liquor, wine, those are the places where singing is Asr. After all, the Gemara brings the Pasuk of Bashir le Yishtu Yayin. The Gemara specifically brings wine. So the, the, the Pasuk in Yeshaya refers to wine. The, the other Pasuk, the Pasuk of Hashem, doesn't say wine, but the, the Pasuk in Yeshaya says wine. So Rashi and Tosfos seem to learn, the way most Akronim understand them, including the Ramah and Shulchan Aruch, that music and singing is not generally Asr. The Isra of the Gemara is limited to certain contexts like bars or feast, feast halls, that's where, that's where music is usher, but not in general. Tosa says, Pirish Pekuntris, L'shar Mishtos, the prohibition is limited to the, the fast halls, the Pasuk HaBashir Le'yishtu Yayin. Similarly, the, the Mishnah in Sota, in Sota it says, Mishbatl Sanhedrin, Batl Shir Bebeis Mishtos. The Mishnah explicitly says, Beis Mishtos. 
Tosha says another example. The Yushalmi says people who would, uh, people like kings, like princelings, who would uh, wake to the sound of music, they would be serenaded. Today we have musical alarm clocks, democracy, it's available to anybody. Back then, kings could afford orchestras to wake them up with music. So that kind of music was a special, uh, a special luxury. That kind of music is usher. But again, the same idea, music in general is not usher, only either when it's in the fest halls or when it is the, the music that the kings would have to, to wake up and to go to sleep to music. That kind of music is usher. That's, that seems to be the position of Rashi and Tosus. This is a dramatic reduction of the scope of the prohibition. We read the Gemara Kipshuto, music seems to be generally usher. They say, no, the music the Gemara is talking about, whether instrumental or vocal, the music the Gemara is talking about is music that is music that is that has to do with uh, music that has to do with either either feasting and partying or the music that uh, aristocrats would have to go to sleep and wake up with. But in general, music is not awesome. That is the shita of apparently the shita of Rashi and Tosis. Ramosha Feinstein has a revisionist reading of their opinion that Lamaskana even they agree that all music is awesome. But the way most Akronim understand it seems that that is a very limiting, limited view of the prohibition, that the prohibition being discussed in both these Gemaras, in, in Sota and in Gitin, is limited to fairly special, fairly narrow cases. Rambam does not understand like that. Rambam in the Yad HaZaka, Rambam writes, the Rambam has a whole list of things that Chazal prohibited after the Chorban. They, certain types of activities, they answered Zecher Chorban. People are familiar with some of them about leaving and not, not finishing your entire house and not having, not having every possible dish on the table and so on. Certain relatively minor things mostly, but certain relatively uh, modest indications that we're sad about the korban, that we don't indulge ourselves to the fullest extent possible. But then the Rambam says another gzera, and this one is a whole lot more uh, of an imposition on our lifestyle, is they made a gzera, shlola nagin not to play musical instruments, period, full stop, no qualifications, zemer, all types of music, any type of, anything that produces sounds of music, it is prohibited to rejoice using these, uh, these things, you can't listen to them, Rambam says explicitly the reason is the korban, then the Rambam goes on, even vocal singing is prohibited if it's alayayin. So the Rambam pretty clearly distinguishes and seems to say that instrumental music is usher always, no further qualifications. Instrumental music is absolutely usher. Vocal music, singing is usher when it's alayayin. As per the Pasuk in Yeshaya, Bashir And then the Rambam says the one exception, like Tosis brought as well, the one exception is that the minog of Klal Yisrael is that they sing praises to God, thanks to God, that they do, even Elayayin, so that they sing. But other than that, Tosis referred to an exception of mitzvah, like B'Sha'as Chuppah, L'Samechas and Bekala. Rambam says that there's an exception for Sishpachos and Hodos for Hashem, that that's mutter. But in general, the Rambam seems to go much further than Rashi and Tosis. Rambam says nothing about bass mishtos when it comes to musical instruments, when it comes to instrumental music, only when it comes to shira bapeh, when it comes to vocal singing. Then he says, alayayin asura, as per the Pasuk in Yeshaya, Bashir Yishtu Rambam's position seems to be 
that the instrumental music is always awesome. The Shulchan Aruch Paskins like the Rambam, this Rambam, and the Ramah brings the Yesh Omrim, the Shita of Rashi and Tosis. Shulchan Aruch just says, V'chein Gazru, meaning also the, the, Rambam, the Rambam and the end of Hilchot Tishabav, the Shulchan Aruch lists a, 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 sequ- a series of activities that Chazal prohibited because of the Chorban. One of them is, Gazru Shlonagin B'Klisher B'Chol Minei Zemer, B'Chol Mashmiyei Kol Shlosher L'Semechbem, language of the Rambam, and even exact same language as the Rambam. Shulchan Aruch is pretty clear. All instrumental music is Asr, and even vocal music is Asr if there is wine involved. The Ramah says, the Ramah interjects, like Malachim, only those who are, who, the, only the kind of people who the music is part of their lifestyle. It's uh, not clear exactly what this means. Teenagers today, are they called Ruggle music because they're glued to their, uh, well, it used to be Walkmans, uh, today it's iPods or uh, smartphones or whatever it is. Are teenagers called Ruggle Bahem? Not exactly clear. But this is the, the idea of Tosavis, of the Yushalmi, that it's not referring to people in general. It's a much narrower prohibition. It's only those who are Ruggle. Or Bebeza the other the other idea of Tosavis, Bebeza The Ramah brings the lenient view, as he understands it, of Rashi and Tosavis, that the prohibition is limited to the much narrower cases of the, the feasting halls or the, or the kings who, 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 who arise and go to sleep to music, but it does not generally apply. That's the sheet of, of the Ramah. Yesham, some say, and, and, uh, and uh, we'll see more, that many, many, some Ashkenazic Akronim rely on this Ramah. There is, there is a third opinion, an even stricter opinion. So far we've seen Rashi and Tosis who say that Music is only us there in these relatively narrow cases. We have the Rambam in the Yad HaZaka who says that music is, that instrumental music is always us, or vocal music is only Alayayin. There is also a tshuva of the Rambam. The, we have the tshuva, but the, the Achronim bring, the, the post can bring the tshuva of the Rambam. The Rambam says, the Rambam in general was not a big fan of music. The Rambam says, Zemer Atmos HaZemer V'shal Kli Asher HaKol Aser. All types of music and singing, everything is Asr. Even if there's, uh, he brings the Gemara in Sota, even if there are no words at all. And the Ram gets into a discussion of lyrics, the Arab lyrics, which were often, uh, often very earthy, very, sensu- very sensual. Rambam was very much opposed to that. But the Rambam says, even before you get to that, even before you get to the songs of love and wine and women and so on, even before you get there, he says, it's Asr anyway. The music itself is Asr. Gemara in Sota, Udna Deshama Zimra Teaker. An air that hears music should be uh, uprooted. The Gemara in Gittin. The Rambam says, the Rambam understand, in his tshuva, he understands the Gemara in Gittin to be saying, There's no difference between vocal singing, between instrumental music, or nigrin ba'alma, except in davening. In davening it's okay, because it helps, uh, it helps arouse the soul, and... Uh, but, but in general, he says, uh, in general, music is Asr, Al-Tismach Yisrael al-Gil Ka'amim, and the Rambam gives a reason. The reason he gives is not because of Zecher L'Chorban. The reason he gives is he has, a, he, ha- he has a philosophical explanation of why music is problematic. He says that, uh, that uh, music arouses uh, faculties that are best left dormant, that the faculties that are, you know, that the Rambam believes in the primacy of the rational faculties, these other faculties of chuka, of desire, music tends to uh, arouse them and incite them. You, you want to do just the opposite. You want to try to suppress them, he says. 
and uh, and so on and so on, and the and, and the Rambam here seems to prohibit, as the post can understand, all types of music, vocal and instrumental. There is no difference, unlike in the Yad, where he concedes that vocal music is only prohibited if it's alayayin. Here he says it's usher, period, full stop. There's no difference between instrumental and vocal. Neither of them are limited to wine. All music is usher. This is a tremendously, tremendously strict view. That even singing, unless it's part of davening, even singing is usher. All music is usher. Again, it's striking. He doesn't relate it to the korban. Almost all the, in the yad he relates it to the korban. The postkum in general assume that this is one of the prohibitions that were made, zecher l'chorban. But the Rambam here just has a, an incredibly strict, absolute opposition to music, even vocal, even when there's no yayin. That is the Rambam in the tshuva. Now, remarkably, even though the Shulchan Aruch doesn't bring this, the Ramad doesn't bring this, the Rambam himself in the Yad HaChazaka seems to pass differently. Nevertheless, there were achronim who were so taken with this uh, incredibly strict view of the Rambam that they actually adopted it lahalacha, the Bach, the Bach in his commentary to the Tur. The Bach says, the Iker is Kedivri Rambam, but Tshuva She'ela, Paschal's like this Tshuva, unless it's praises of the Lord, a very puritanical view, Usr, even without partying, even, even uh, vocal music, like the Gemara in Sota, the Gemara says that the, the, that the weavers are not allowed to sing, unless the, sing, unless the singing is, they weren't playing, uh, playing the lutes while they wove, they were singing. And nevertheless, singing is Usr, unless it helps the work. That's how the Bach understands the Gemara in Sota, it's a riot to the Rambam, the Rambam himself brings the Gemara, Music is, singing, even singing is absolutely usher, full stop. So, yes? So, Rabbi, are we going to get into the fact that you mentioned prayer, you mentioned a song of songs, and they're full of references to David and others using their musical instruments to, uh, to praise Hashem. And a song of songs is all about songs and music. Uh, so, Yes, so we, we really have discussed that already. The Rambam carves out explicitly an exception for prayer, both in the Yad HaZakah and in the Tshuva. The Rambam says that praises of Hashem are mutter. Other Rishonim say for mitzvah it's mutter. So everyone agrees that music in an appropriate religious context is mutter. The question is music for entertainment, music that is just for, uh, music that's just for entertainment. That's not in a religious context. We'll discuss in also a little more detail what exactly that means, religious context, how do we define that. But yes, everyone agrees that music in a... Rabbi, in, Rabbi what did you have to say about people relaxing and needing music to calm themselves down, or to elevate their spirits? Okay, that? so that's a good question. So Max wants to know, what if it's not uh, an overtly religious exercise, but what if it is uh, good for one's mental health? What if it, is, what if it helps put someone in a... Uh, in a generally healthier and uh, better frame of mind, which allows them to function better as a human being, even if it's not directly a religious exercise? That's a good question. We'll keep that in mind, and maybe we'll return to that a little bit later. So, good question. So, with this background in mind, we have the three opinions. We have the, we have the most lenient view, is the apparent view of Rashi and Tosfus, codified by the Ramah, that the prohibitions are very narrow, even instrumental music is only usher in the very specific cases of the feast halls and the, the kings who get up and, uh, and go to sleep to music. The in-between sheet is the Ram and the Yad, that instrumental music is always usher, but vocal music is limited to where there's wine. The most strict sheet is the sheet of the, of the Ram and the Tshuva, 
Paskin by the, the Bach Paskins this way, that all music, even singing, is always usher, unless it's religious or unless it helps you do the work. I guess that would, uh, that would be relevant to, uh, to Max's point as well. If, if the, if the Gemara and Sota allows music for the purpose of aiding your work, even though that's not a religious thing, it just helps you work better, it, it, it's reasonable to argue that if it uh, stabilizes your, uh, your psyche, that might be equivalent, that might be just as legitimate a reason to play music as, uh, as the, it helps you in your work. So that's a good question. As we said, the Bach remarkably adopts a stringent view, even though the Shulchan Aruch and Ramah both reject it, and the Rambam himself and the Yad doesn't accept this. Other Akronim as well seem to adopt the, this view. The Mishnah Brewer, the Mishnah Brewer brings the Bach. He doesn't say he Paskins like it, but he brings the Bach and, say, and quotes the Bach in detail and implies that he may actually uh, think the Bach is right or that the Bach at least should be uh, taken into account. Uh, so now, with this background, now we turn to the, the Chuvos I mentioned earlier. We're going to discuss three or four contemporary Chuvos on this question. One by Ramosha Feinstein in Igris Moshe, one by Rebelezio de Waldenberg in the Tzitzeliezer, and one, one in the Sefer Pa'asadcha by Rabbi Monk. I'm just, I, 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 I forget his first name, but I'm just going to uh, look, it up, look it up briefly. I think it was, well, no point in thinking, I'll just look it up. Rabbi Shmuel Davra Cohen Monk, a uh, distinguished posek in Eretz Yisrael, also in the mid-last century. Now, as I said earlier, most of their analysis is not really, uh, doesn't really add new, uh, new things to the sugyam. Much of their analysis is just a question deciding which of these various shitas we should adopt lahalacha. The most famous of these tshuvos is the Igris Moshe, and he's one of the stricter ones. The, the tshuva in the Igris Moshe, as uh, I'll mention as a personal note, the tshuva in the Igris Moshe was written, was written uh, some... 63 years ago, it was written in Dalad Tammuz, Tafshin Yudches, that is uh, 58, 1958. It was written to Malas Kvod Yedidi Hanichbad Mar Melech Press Shlita, Mr. Melech Press. Melech Press, currently Rabbi Dr. Melech Press, is one of my father's oldest and closest friends. They go back to around that time or earlier. They, are, they, they have been friends in Chavrusis for all these years. So Melech Press asked for Moshe, we don't have the recording of exactly what the question was, but he asked him about, uh, what does this mean? Halach what, how do we, uh, what do we do about the, this Isser of listening to music after the Chorban? So Moshe gets into a detailed discussion of the different Shittas of the Rishonim, how they understood the Gemara, a very intricate, uh, we're not going to go through that part of the Tshuva, a very intricate and careful reading of the Gemara according to the different Rishonim, as I mentioned earlier, he argues that Rashi and Tosfos don't even mean what they say. They really might agree with the Ram and the Yad. Ramosha's conclusions are as follows. Zimra de Puma is only usher singing, vocal music, singing in other words, is only usher Vesa Mishta. Or for someone who's Ragil, like the, king, the kings and the princes. So, so singing is only usher in the relatively narrow cases, like the Ram and the Yad says, like everyone says, because Bashir Li Yishtuyayin. Kamat Ol Rishonim agree that singing is uh, not usher outside the context of wine. The only one who disagrees is the Rambam in the Tshuva. And the Rambam in the Tshuva itself is, uh, is against what he says, what he, what he himself said in the Yad HaZaka. So the Halacha, Adin, singing in general, outside the context of wine and feast halls, singing is mutter. However, Ramosha says, Meharoi, the right thing is, a Nefesh, someone who is meticulous and pious in his conduct, should be machmer like the Rambam, even though Meikra Adin in the Tshuva. Even though Meikra Adin it's mutter, 
a person, the Bach Paskins that way. So Ramosha says, ideally a person should be machmer, not to sing at all, again, except for the question of mitzvah, and maybe mental health, but outside that, a person should be machmer not to sing at all, even, uh, even outside Beis HaMishnah, a person shouldn't sing, a person shouldn't sing at all. The Ramosha explains, even, even, even though the Bach had a, had a riot from the Gemara, the Gemara says that the, the, the wagon pullers, the people who pull the, who pull, who lead the animals or pull the ships, they were allowed to sing, so what, so, and, 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 and the weaver's usher. The weaver's usher, because it doesn't contribute to his work, so that's usher. So the Bach says, you see, singing is usher. Ramosha says, not muchach. The weavers were, were like the king, since weavers commonly sang. So singing during weaving is like someone who's ruggled bakach, so that's different. But either way, Ramosha says, recommended, Mikra didn't, you don't have to, but recommended is not to sing in general, even vocal singing, unaccompanied by music, vocal singing should be avoided by a balnefesh, someone who is pious, should avoid singing. Zimra Demana, instrumental music, Asr Bechal Makam, is generally prohibited, always, not just in the context of wine or parties. Instrumental music, again, we're used to assuming that it's only Asr during the three weeks or Sphira. No, nope, Ramosha says, based on these Gemaras, instrumental music is always Asr. Rambam says so. I, the Ramah, disagrees, but the Ramah is based on Rashi. The Ramah, he thinks, misunderstood Rashi. He, he understands Rashi differently. He understood in the Havmin of the Gemara, the question was only about, uh, only about the, the, the feast tolls, but the Maskana, according to Rashi, it's Asur entirely. Therefore, even though the Ramah and other Achronim understood that Lahalacha, according to the Ramah, it's limited to, uh, music is limited, the Isra music is limited to the, to the feast tolls, Lahalacha, Ramosha says, Asur, Yesh Lahachmer, even though it's only Drabanan, Ramosha is remarkably strict, you should follow the Rambam, he thinks the Ramah may have misunderstood Rashi, and therefore he rejects the Ramah and says, you should be machmer like the Rambam. Dvar mitzvah. Including weddings, Rabbi? No, so right, that's what we're going to get to now. Weddings is mutter according to everyone. All the Rishonim agree that weddings is mutter. Ramosha goes on and says, other mitzvahs, in, other mitzvahs besides weddings, mashmar included in the heter as well. The heter that the Kadmonim gave, music for mitzvah, the, the example they gave was wedding, but Ramosha says... It's not limited to wedding, it applies to any mitzvah. They said like weddings. Weddings is an example. But any mitzvah is a sufficient dispensation for, for music. However, Moshe has an interesting uh, side here. He says the banquets that they make, he says, to get to raise money, fundraising banquets for uh, worthy causes, he says, Moshe is mesupak, is that, is it, whether that's considered mitzvah. Because the suda itself and the simcha is not a mitzvah. It's a means to an end. It's a means to attract donors, to attract people who, who donate money. So maybe it's not mitzvah, he says, the, because, the, because the, the party itself is not a mitzvah per se. Then Ramosha says, no, maybe it is. Maybe that's good enough. That's called a mitzvah because it, it's to honor those who, uh, who fulfill the mitzvah of tzedakah. So that, that it's just like we have a, a suda to honor those who learn Torah and, to, and who make a siyum on Torah. That's a suda's mitzvah. So maybe Ramosha says, similarly, maybe the... He doesn't give that example of the siyum, but my example, but maybe it's a... A suda that's meant to honor donors, maybe that's also a, a mitzvah, he says. So Ramosha is not sure whether a fundraising banquet for tzedakah is called mitzvah. So Ramosha's recommendation there is tov lahachmer mefshir. A dinner ideally should not have music, he says. It's not clear enough, you don't have to object to those who want to be lenient and have music at their dinner. Ramosha implies that if it's not a mitzvah, listening to regular music... You would have to be mocha. Ramosha, that he seems to imply is clear enough as Asr. Ordinary instrumental music, 
not in the context of a mitzvah, is usur, and he seems to imply you should actually object if someone plays music outside the context of at least a debatable mitzvah like banquets. Then Ramosha has one last uh, very important line. He says, radio, music on the radio, he says. He says, well, that depends. If they are broadcasting Zimra de Puma, if they're broadcasting singing, what we call a cappella today, that is mutter. But in Beklizemer, if they are broadcasting instrumental music, that is Asr. Again, Ramosha means not just during Sphira, Asr all year. Ramosha holds the Isser of Zimra Bamana is Asr all year. Therefore, Ramosha, seems to, Ramosha holds that listening to radio music, presumably recorded music as well, but radio music, he says, would be Asr if all year round, if it is instrumental. You can't listen to, you can't listen to actual instruments, you can't listen to recorded instrumental music. Singing, vocal music, a cappella, Ramosha says, that is mutter mikradin, live and certainly uh, over the radio. However, he said earlier that a balnefa should be machmer, like the Rambam and the Tshuva, like the Bach, not to, li- not to listen to even vocal music, even singing, outside the context of the mitzvah. The, Ramosha, the last line of Ramosha, the very last line, is during Sphira. You should ask her Zimra Damana, even according to the Ramah, even according to the Ramah, who says that Zimra Damana, that instrumental music, is not usher outside the bars during Sphira, the Minigas, everybody asks And that we know. So that's Ramosha's view that instrumental music is always usher, meikra, adin, all year round, including radio broadcast instrumental music, very probably including recorded instrumental music, vocal music, singing is mutter all year round, meikra, adin, although it is ideal to be machmer for that as well. The one great exception that all posts can have is mitzvah. Weddings, Ramosha extends that to other mitzvahs as well. However, dinners, he's not sure. Banquets, dinners, for fundraising dinners, for, for mitzvah purposes, for tzedakah, Ramosha is not sure if you have the heter of mitzvah, and therefore he's not sure if, he, if we can allow music at such a party. This is, what So, so contemporary posts can talk about this question. If you're listening to music, you're not listening, it's, it's played as a commercial, you're waiting in a doctor's office, they're piping music or elevator music and so on. There are some posts who are lenient and who say that, that, that if, if, if you're not listening for the purpose of enjoyment, that we're, 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 we're going to see a related hetero soon in the Sicilian So there definitely are some who are lenient about that kind of music. I don't know whether everyone agrees, but there's definitely more basis for leniency. I don't have the sources for that on the top of my head. But, but uh, there definitely is a lot, considerable basis for leniency in those cases. Now, a lesser-known tshuva, pair of tshuvas, that also agree with Rabbi Feinstein's strict view, are two tshuvas in the Pa'asadcha of Rabbi Monk. In one of the tshuvas, he was actually asked, in both the tshuvas, he was actually asked about other questions, not about the, the Isra of music per se. In one tshuva, he was asked about if you have Torah on the recorded on a tape recorder and there's Hashem's name, how do we deal with that? Uh, you, are you allowed to erase such a tape? And so on. The other tshuva, he was asked about a woman who is uh, who's Nida. Is she, allowed to, is she allowed to play instrumental music for her husband to listen to? So in both cases, he, he deals with, the, he deals with the, the actual question he was asked. And then he, he segues into the question of whether music per se, without the question, forget James Shemayim, what about music? Forget Nida, what, what about anybody listening to music? In both cases, he takes the opportunity to say, like Ramosha, that music is usur all year round. 
in his tshuva on erasing Hashem's name from a t- cassette tape, he says, he says, Mikra Din, I think that it is, uh, he says, Mikra Din, he says, he thinks that, 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 that it's also to play Hashem's name on a cassette tape, he says. However, he says, I don't want to rule this way, Allah Chalamais, he says. Why not? Because I really think, he says, that playing music on a tape, with a tape recorder is generally usher. Because the Isra of the Chorban, Al-Tisman, Israel, Gil Ka'amim, generally usher. What's the difference, he says, about an instrument that makes, that makes music by banging pieces of metal together? Or an instrument that makes music by, uh, by playing back voices, even singing, he says. He says that he thinks that any recorded music is usher, even vocal music, because the tape recorder itself is an instrument, he says. It's an instrument that plays music. What's the difference if it plays the sounds of a trumpet, or the sound of a drum, or the sound of, uh, of, a, human, of a human voice, he says. If you have a mechanical apparatus that makes pleasing musical sounds, that's usher, he says. So all, mu- all, all recorded music, vocal or instrumental, he's stricter than Ramosha about this point even, all recorded music today, even if it's vocal, has the status of instrumental music, because we look at the tape recorder as a newfangled modern instrument. So all music, all recorded music, by definition, is considered, by, according to his definition, is considered instrumental music, and therefore it is always usher. Again, he takes for granted, even though the Ramah Paskins, it's only in a, that, that uh, Ramah Paskins, that even instrumental music is only usher in uh, Beis Mishtos, in the, in the feast halls, he seems to pass in like the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch that it's always usher. He says, we can't change the world. It's not possible. People are not going to listen to us. Mutav Shiyushogagin, the famous principle that sometimes it's better, uh, discretion is a better part of valor. Sometimes if nobody will listen to you, you don't say anything. However, he says, I don't want to pass in that it's usher to say Hashem's name, to play Hashem's name on a cassette tape, he says. But people will say, oh, if that's usher, that means cassette tapes in general are mutter. And that's not true, he says. Cassette tapes in general are usher. Walkmans are usher. Cassette tapes are usher, he says. You're not, he doesn't mention Walkmans, but he says you're not allowed to, iPods, you're not allowed to listen to, 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 to any music played from a recording device, he says, and therefore that is his position. Similarly, in... So, 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 so Max is asking an excellent question. What about learning music? How do musicians learn from music? Who's going to play at your wedding if nobody learned music? And that, that is exactly the question of the Tzitzeliezer, which we're going to turn to in a moment. So hold that thought, then we're going to get to that soon. I just want to read first the other tshuva of Rabbi Monk, another tshuva in Pasadcha. He was asked again about a woman playing music when she's Nida. So he says, forget Nida. In general, he says... You're not allowed to play music at all, Music is generally usher. Again, kasha limchos, it's difficult to protest. People in our generation are just, uh, they, don't, they, don't, they don't follow the halacha, they just do what they want. Mutav he says, however, someone who does have influence, who people will listen to if he tells them to stop. You're not allowed to play any musical instrument except for weddings and similar, that there's an ancient hetter going back to the, to the, the, the Gonim, even in the time of the Talmud they were lenient, he says. But 
That applies to instruments in general, and Pashti says that applies to tape recorders as well, even if it's only vocal a cappella music, vocal music that's recorded, singing that's recorded, it is usher because the same exact reason applies. It's included in Gil Ka'amim, V'hu Rachum Yechaper Avon. Again, he gives no explanation in either of these shuvas as to why he's so strict, why he follows the Ram and the Shulchan Aruch, if the Ramah is Mekel, if the Ramah limits it to bars and so on, why is he so strict? Doesn't explain it to you, but he just takes for granted, sort of like Ramosha does, that, we sh- that the, the halacha follows the strict view, the Rambam's view, the Shulchan Aruch's view, that the instrumental music is generally usher. He's even stricter than Ramosha, where Ramosha said that the status of recorded music or radio music depends on the underlying music, whether it's a, re- whether it's a broadcast of vocal or broadcast of instrumental. Red Monk says, no, we look at the mechanical, the electronic device itself as an instrument, and therefore, regardless of what it's playing, it has the status of instrumental music, and it's always usher, period. The lenient view, which I think is the, the one that is most widely followed, is by Rabbi Waldenberg. He was asked, he was asked the question that Max raised before about a, a fellow wanting to know, a pious fellow wanting to know whether he could send his daughter to learn music, to learn how to play some instrument. And the, the Shoel, a Rabbi Shlomo Aaron Holtzberg, notes, this was written in Tufshin Membez in 1982, that he points out that it's quite common, even among Tamidah Chachamim and Yerei Shemayim and Bnei Torah, that they send their children for music lessons. So this Rabbi Holtzberg wanted to know, how is that allowed? Rambam says, the Shulchan Aruch says, the Bach says, the Shloss says, it's Aser. The Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch say instrument, instrumental music is Aser, the Bach and the Shlach go even further, and prohibit even, uh, even, uh, even vocal music, but certainly instrumental music is usher. And not like the Ramah. The Ramah, says only, the Ramah says even instrumental music is generally mutter, it's only usher in limited, narrow context. But the, all these other posts can say no. The Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch and the Bach and the Shla, they all say, and we mentioned earlier, the Mishnah Brewer seems to be sympathetic to this view. Other posts are sympathetic to this view. So all these posts are, are machmer. So is it really mutter for me to send my daughter to learn piano, or guitar, or flute, or whatever she was learning. Says it's Sicily Azar. Yes, it is mutter. Why is it mutter? Two reasons. His first reason is, fundamentally, says, you have to understand, you have to understand how halacha works. He says, the minog is that we follow the Ramah, we follow Ramah in general, we follow Ramah here, he says. Famous expression, famous uh, bone mo. Bnei Yisrael yotzim b'zet, yotzim b'yad, b'yad Ramah, b'yad Ramah, b'yad Ramah, that the, that the Bnei Yisrael, Ashkenaz, they follow the Ramah. You yourself acknowledge, he says, that it's widespread today among Kamei Dechachamim, and Bnei Torah, and Yerei Shemayim, that, they, that their kids have music lessons. And the minute is we follow the Ramah, he says, he brings various statements in the postkim that, that we follow the Ramah, that the Ramah is reliable for Ashkenazim. Therefore, he says, I don't care. You, you're right, he says, that we have great, great postkim who are machmer, the Rambab, the Shulchan Aruch, the Bach, the Shla, Mishnah Brewer, I was adding, others. Doesn't matter, he says, the Minig is like, the Minig is we follow the Ramah. Doesn't matter, all these other posts are on the other side, we follow the Ramah. Not like Ramosha, Ramosha felt, Ramosha felt that the Ramah's interpretation of the Risharim was dubious. Ramosha was very independent-minded. Ramosha said he thinks that the Shulchan Aruch's position, the Ramah's position is more correct, and therefore the Halach is like that for some reason. Ramosha felt he could say that. Tzitzeliezer says, no, the minig is like the Ramah, the minig is to be mekel, and therefore even instrumental music is generally mutter outside the narrow context of the bars, the feast halls, and so on, that even instrumental music is mutter. 
The second point he makes, Rav Waldenberg makes. Sorry? So the, I, I didn't quote all his uh, the details of his argument, but in general he points in general he points out that the we we Ashkenazim have a the, the, the way halacha works is that we have a very strong we have a very strong reliance on Ramah in general. He brings uh, he brings language. First of all, we, we rely on minhag in general. So if it's a clear minhag, we rely on the minhag. He says, and certainly says when the, when when the minhag is the Ramah. That the Ramah for us is like the Urim Batumim, he says. The, he, he brings the Chasim Sofer, who said about Rabbi Kiveger that Ochaz Bishtayada, Bipasa Shulchan, Atar, Ba'amad Limin, Moshe, Haramah, Ma'ar Hagola, etc. That uh, in general, Ashkenazim have a very strong, uh, he, he quotes it, he quotes the, elsewhere in the Siciliazer, he brings all kinds of statements of Poskim, not to, not to diverge from Sakim of the Ramah. This is how halacha works. In general, different communities have adopted certain posts as authoritative. Back in the medieval period, we know that in Eretz Yisrael they, they had adopted the Rambam as their uh, as their binding authority. That they followed Rambam widely. We know that Svardim followed the Maran, Maran Bet Yosef, the Shulchan Aruch, and Ashkenazim follow very strongly the Ramah. That, that, that different communities, different different factions of Kali Yisrael have uh, ver- developed very strong reliances, almost like a Rebbe-Talmud relationship with certain great Gedalei Torah. For Ashkenazim, it's the Ramah. So the Ramah's Psaq carries great weight. Again, postmen disagree about this. Ramosha wasn't so impressed by this argument. But Tzitzeliezer is impressed by this without getting into the underlying sugya like Ramosha does. Ramosha has pages, a couple of pages of intricate discussions of the sugya. Tzitzeliezer approaches the question from a completely different perspective. He says, I have a Ramah. The Ramah passing like this, the Minig is like the Ramah, he says, I don't have to go any further than that, that's the Halacha, end of the story. Second argument he makes is like Max was saying before, that he argues that professional studies, studying something, uh, studying music, is not Asir Lukuliyama. Even according to those who are Machmer, that's listening for entertainment. But learning how to do it, he says, is Mutter. We find in Hilchas Avelos as well, that studying, to, uh, that, that, that studying for... for, for Studying to play music to be able to play professionally is uh, is mutter. We find Postkum said even a professional musician can play if that's his job when he's in Avel, be- because we say we say tarid. It's not enjoyment; it's work. He says it's, it's not. He's not doing it for entertainment. I'm sure there are many musicians who also enjoy what they do. Nevertheless, the, the halachic perspective is that work is work, play is play. It's two different things, and working is not considered. Enjoyment, and therefore the Rambam's language is, and when, when referring to the Isser of music, because of the Chorban, the Rambam says, you can't play music, you're not allowed to play music for, for the purpose of enjoyment. But if it's a job, if you're learning how to play, again, when kids learn how to play, some kids like it, I guess, other kids find it incredibly uh, tedious or frustrating, especially when they're doing exercises and scales and whatnot, and being told to practice a piece for the 47th time, and so on. So, uh, Again, to say that all, all music studies are always considered work and not play sounds like an overstatement. I'm sure there are... I, mean, I, I personally never, never learned to play instruments, but I'm sure there are some people who at least some of the time enjoy what they're doing. But in general, Rev. Waldenberg's position is that the halacha views professional playing of music and, professional, and study of music for, for professional purposes as not simcha, but as, as work, and it's, and it's totally not included in the prohibition of, uh, 
of, uh, of this prohibition of music with Manazeh because of the Korban. Again, it's hard for me to imagine that... that Yeah, so, so we'll, 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 we'll get to that in a moment. We'll discuss that in a moment. Again, so when a musician gets up and plays in front of, uh, and plays in front of uh, an electric crowd and he feeds off the crowd and he clearly enjoys himself, it's hard to argue that he's not enjoying himself. I mean, some musicians probably do it just because they have to. They, they have a headache that day. They're not really in the mood, but the contract says they have to. But I'm sure you know, good musicians who the crowd appreciates and they appreciate the crowd, I'm sure sometimes enjoy it. But okay, from a formal halakhic perspective, Rav Waldenberg says... Studying music and playing music professionally is not prohibited. Not for an Avel and not for, and not, and not because of the Chorban. Therefore, Sicily Ezra concludes that, if, that your question about your, about your daughter, he says, learning music, he says, it is mutter, because it's not because you enjoy the music, it's to learn how to play professionally. Now, Max's question is, when are you going to actually play? He says that you can, you can make a parnas out of it. He says, either either Parnassah or for Simcha Shal Mitzvah, he says, or if you're going to play for Parnassah, you would have to play in front of non-Jews, because again, you can't play for Jews professionally because they can't, uh, they can't listen to music, because for them it's enjoyment. So, so Rev. Waldenberg basically says that the justification for learning to play music is to either to play at Smachos, which is Mutter, according to all Poskim, or to play for non-Jews, for them to pay you for, uh, for they're allowed to enjoy music, they don't have the Isra of Zecher L'Chorban, so to play for them, that's okay also. But even Rav Waldenberg basically would agree. Again, Rav Waldenberg says that anyway it's mutter because we follow the Ramah, that we follow the Ramah who says that instrumental music is only us or, uh, at bars and so on, at the, fest, at the, at the festivals. But, the, but even according to the Ostrom, even according to the Shulchan Aruch and the Rambam, he says this is another reason why it would be mutter because you're doing it for Parnassah and you're doing it to play at, doing it to play at Smachos. What about tape recorders? Rav Waldenberg goes on and he says, he makes the same chilek as Ramosha. He says, the tape recorder has the status of the, of the underlying music. If it, is a, if it is a recording of instrumental music, it has the status of instrumental music. If it is, the sta- if it is, the, if it is a recording of vocal music, it has the status of vocal music. So, to, to these, these are three representative sheetas we have among contemporary poskim. Ramosha said, that, Ramosha said that instrumental music is Osir, Meek, or Adin because we follow the Ramam in the Yad, not the Ramah. And Lechatchila, ideally, a person should even be Machmer like the Bach and the Chuvis Rambam, that even vocal music is Osir. But Meek, or Adin, instrumental music is Osir. And recorded music or broadcast music, it depends what it is. If it's a broadcast or recording of instrumental music, it has the status of instrumental music and it's Osir. And if it is a broadcast of vocal music, of singing, then it is considered singing, and it's mutter. We have Rabbi Monk's position in Pa'as Sadecha, even more strict, that we paskin that music is generally usher, and any type, of, any type of synthetic music, of mechanically or electromechanically produced music, is always usher, because it always has the status of instrumental music. And then we have the, the, the position where I think the, the, people, the minute gets to follow is that Sicilyezer's view that, first of all, we follow the Ramah, that instrument, even instrumental music is generally mutter, and even according to the Ostrom, he says, learning to play professionally is mutter, and as to recorded music, he, he holds like Ramosha, that recorded vocal music has the status of vocal music, recorded instrumental music has the status of instrumental music. I should note, and I'm not sure about this, uh, more research is called for, but I should note that even according to the Sicilyezer, who's the most lenient of all these shitas, 
His whole basis for leniency, for listening to music, for enjoyment, is only because Bnei Yisrael Yotzin Biyad Ramah, that we followed Ramah. Svardim, who followed the Machaber, for them it should be Yasser. For a, I haven't seen any reason why, for a, for, for a Svardic person who normally follows the Shulchan Aruch, not the Ramah, I haven't seen any reason why they should be Mekel. If they have the Rambam and they have the Machaber who say that instrumental music is generally Yasser, then I don't know why, according to anybody, we would, we would be able to be Mekel on, on such a thing for Svardim. You have to find out what the Svardic post can say and what the Minog is among the Svardim. Rabbi Chaim Jachter, just, just, just one second, let, 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 me, let me just finish a drop more and then we'll talk. Rabbi Chaim Jachter summarizes the whole sugya, he brings the Gemara, he brings the Rishonim, brings the Achronim. He says that the Rabbi Yudha Mital of, of Gushetzion uh, agrees with the Sitzeliezer that the Minig is like the Ramah, that outside a tavern, outside uh, the feast hall, music is generally mutter, even instrumental music. He also quotes from the Chalkas Yaakov, whose tshuva we're not going to go through, who I didn't reproduce here, who says that the, that the whole Isser only applies to live music, not to recorded music. This is kind of the opposite position of Rav Monk. Rav Monk says that, that instrumental music is always, that recorded music is always Isser, even if it's vocal, because it always has the status of uh, instrumental. Rav Breish and Chalkas Yaakov says just the opposite. He says that recorded music is never Isser, though the whole Xera only applies only applies to, to live music. Recording music is not Oster Bechlal. As, as Rabbi Jachter notes, some posts can apply this to the, the minig of not listening to music during the, during Sphira, during the three weeks as well. But, but certainly with regard to the Isser of music all year round, Rabbi says apparently that recorded music is always mutter, and the whole Isser only applies, only applies, to, only applies to live music. The, he, also, they also, they also, he also brings an anonymous report to the name of Rav Salavechik that music of the sublime, classical music, was not included in Chazal's Gzera, that the music is the music of music of revelry. They quote similar things in the name of the Rav about the whole Isra of the Three Weeks, that the, that the Minog of Isra in the Three Weeks also is only music of revelry, music of Simcha Mereus, of uh, social music, party music, doesn't apply to classical music. But uh, the more dominant custom, certainly with regard to the three weeks, is that all music is included. And Kipshuto also, when the, when the Achronim talk about music, then most of the, the early Achronim don't make this chiluk. They typically assume that all music is Asr again, whether instrumental or vocal, in the bass mishtos, outside the bass mishtos, recorded or live. But in general, the poskim are, uh, in general, poskim are, don't seem to make these chilukim between, the, that some of the modern poskim make between, Classical music and uh, classical music and uh, and music of the civil, and, and and music of revelry. Although I have heard in the name of one other very prominent postsek that who was actually lenient to listen to classical music during either the three weeks or Sphira, on similar grounds that it helps him uh, helps him concentrate, it helps him uh, it helps him relax. It's not the kind of music that Chazal were talking about for enjoyment. And again. There are some contemporary posts who say this, although this is, this is not a svara that we really find, as far as I know, in the earlier posts.